Well, hey there, Dream Infringers. In all the community radio stations in all the towns in all the world, you're listening to ours. And we thank you. And this is KSKQ 89.5 FM, Ashland, Oregon, and KSKQ Translator K231CW, and 94.1 FM, Medford, Oregon, also streaming at www.www. Oh no, I got carried away. Uh, KSKQ.org. And you, my friends and loyal listeners, are listening to Dream Infringement. Dream Infringement is a super squad of four quarantined friends. Adara. Awkward eye contact with the guy at the pool, Burns. Bobby, we don't talk about the sideburns, Castillo. Emily, no shame in my hand sanitizer game, Castillo. And Jennifer, parody the day away, Woodside. None of these nicknames have been discussed or pre-approved with anyone, like at all. So I'm just putting my disclaimer in there. Nicknames are a reflection upon me and not upon the actual people they were bestowed upon. Okay, glad we, we covered that. That was important. I don't have a theme per se. It's kind of a Jennifer's stream of consciousness, but as we know, I am, after all, the scheduler, so it's Jennifer's very structured stream of consciousness about some things I've read and seen and thought that I found entertaining, and I hope that you also find entertaining, and we can spend an hour being, you guessed it, entertained. But to start, I'm going with a random song selection. This is Lisa Germano, Small Heads. Do you ever think of me? So, to start, um, my parents. I live next door, so we're kind of quarantined together, and they do funny things that I like to document and then post on Instagram, and then they find out about later, and they're, they're, they're just pawns in my <laughs> Instagram game. Poor parents. So firstly, my mom has kept my stepfather so busy with house projects that they're exhausted all the time. They're both snoring and falling asleep. You know, when they sit down to kind of relax in the evening, the picture I got, my stepfather fell asleep mid foot massage. He's totally conked out. He's holding my mom's foot. It's very cute and and funny. My mom's mouth is open. She loves that I took that picture of her. She loves it. Next we have, we've watched over 50 Hallmark movies at this point. I've been trying to keep count. I don't know what the official tally is. So we're watching a movie and I look over at my mom and I said, hey, did you look kind of like this actress when you were a teenager and your hair was like super long and blonde? And my mom looks over at me and she says, you know, that's so funny. You should mention that. I was just thinking how unattractive that actress is. So basically, I asked my mom if she was an ugly teenager. She wasn't. She totally wasn't. I didn't think the actress was ugly. Just at certain angles, she looked mom-like to me. My mom did not concur. On April 8th, there was dun-dun-dun talk of mutiny in the kingdom. The mother figure was dropping words like diet and watching carbs. Further updates on this terrifying development to follow.
And the update was, Viva la revolution! Father figure got wind of diet talk, made clandestine journey to procure essential cheesecake. And it was a brilliant setup. The week before, he said he got a cheesecake when he hadn't as a joke, to which my mom said, Mmm, cheesecake sounds good. Then when he actually brought the cheesecake home, he very innocently said, Well, you said you wanted cheesecake, which, though true, was only due to prompting. Mother figure berated him entire evening for bringing home a calorie-laden cheesecake while eating said cheesecake, of course. So through this time, my mom texts her friends, like funny memes, and... I really want my mom to have a very strong meme game. Like it is very important to me that she out memes her friends with like cool, funny new things that they haven't seen before. We have a reputation, you know, to protect Um, as her daughter. I feel very strongly about this. Um, So we'll be sitting on the couch. I'm like right next to her and I'll send her a text. The alert will go off and I look at her and she's like hoping that it's from like a friend, someone reaching out, someone she can actually talk to. Oh, but oh no, it's it's me. So I generally just look at her and I'm like, it's me with the most obnoxious face possible, you know, but I think she really appreciates my considerate nature during these trying times. But she kind of got me back at my own game because now when I send a text, She's like, where is it? Where's the face? Where is it? It's me. And now like I feel pressure to do it. And I can't be obnoxious like on command like that. You have to be prepped to be annoyed by my being obnoxious. You can't want it. It doesn't work that way. (sighs) So that's ruined. April 16th. Tonight's dinner includes the random potato Bruce found in a parking lot. We have potato money. Like, it hasn't come down to street potatoes. My parents are just very practical people. And though she prepared it, my mom was abstaining from the potato with the excuse that she was limiting her carbs. Bruce says it's the best parking lot potato he's ever had, which makes me wonder how many street potatoes he's consumed in the past. But... Then my mom got upset that Bruce only raved about how great the potato was, but didn't compliment the dinner she made. She threatened to not make dinner tomorrow, and Bruce said he'd just go out and look for another potato in a parking lot. My mom then said, dinner was prepared with love, and the potato was not a potato of love, because some poor person got home later and realized they were bereft a potato. It is, in fact, a potato of betrayal and abandonment. Then Bruce managed to smuggle a container of Kellogg's Frosted Flakes. My mom said Bruce's cereal purchase is now my fault. Even though I'm a Honey Nut Cheerios girl over Frosted Flakes, but she said that my junk food energy is influencing him to make bad choices. Mm Mm-hmm, right. But then in good tidings and more junk food energy, um, three days ago, I enforced nacho night. Bruce told my mom to restrain herself, 
but I don't think he wants to get between a woman and her guacamole. I don't know. Nachos were just the thing. They hit just right. We were very happy for our quarantine nachos. And it was a group effort. I had some ingredients, they had some ingredients, and we had nachos. So that's the antics of my parents, and I will play you a song. Did you guys know Michael Buble did a cover of Stuck in the Middle? He did! And for your listening enjoyment, here I present Michael Buble with his rendition. A story that I'd been following was one where, I think it was in New Jersey, where this guy looked out and saw in the building over, this girl was on the rooftop and was dancing, like maybe doing a TikTok video or something, but she was outside just dancing and he waved, she waved, and he sent his drone over with his phone number and was like, hey, text me. So she did and they'd been like texting back and forth and then they had a romantic dinner, like each in their own balcony with like video so they could like technically eat with each other um and then they met up he got one of those like giant human gerbil balls and they like got to hang out in person that way so I feel like that's a lot of pressure for a young couple because so many of us are like watching and wanting it to work out because we're living vicariously through them. You know how they joke about like beer goggles? I think there's probably like quarantine goggles as well. So once everything's back to normal, it will be interesting to see like if they have what it takes when things are a little bit more back to normal. I'm rooting for them. Like they seem very cute together. So I guess we can only watch and and await the uh, tweets for our updates. The song that I picked was by the Colts, just Colts, it's not the the Colts, it's Colts called uh, Go Outside. Did I mention parodies? I did make a, a parody and I'm working on a different one, um, but I made a parody about people panic buying toilet paper because I was irritated that people were panic buying toilet paper because there was enough toilet paper for everyone until there wasn't and I got frustrated and so I made a song um, from the musical Cats. It's an ode to toilet paper. So I used to listen to a lot of musicals when I was like a tween, maybe 14, 15, and it all kind of came back to me. Um, I know that I'm not the world's best singer and there's some things that are like off key going on, but hopefully that does not distract enough from the uh, message or hopefully what you also perceive as humor that <laughs> I also perceived as humor. Um, so here is me with uh, a rendition of memory um, about toilet paper.
spicy curry I know that Making long, complex musical parodies, there's a video also, um, is a wonderful way to burn some time while you're indoors, um, hopefully with all the windows closed so your neighbors can't hear you sing weird things over and over again. I have sometimes forgotten to close the windows and I know that they have heard, they have heard things. They probably really wonder what's going on and they will probably never know. But the recording is from my, that's Jennifer, uh, my house. And my cats have seen so much of me lately that they're not even interested that I am doing this. Normally, once I start talking, they're like, whoa, 
what's happening, what's going on, who are you talking to, who is getting your attention, because it's not us and we don't like that. They usually come and try to like intrude and interrupt and sit on keyboards and meow sadly in the background like the poor, wretched, pathetic creatures they are. And um, they haven't really made an appearance. Once they realized I was not feeding them extra food, they lost interest and they're sleeping it off uh, in the bedroom. So cat interruption free. It's a rarity. But like I said, they're kind of sick of me. They've seen a lot of me these days. I'm going to mark the halfway point with another song. This is Change is Gonna Come by Sam Cooke. And now, do you, do you know what time it is? It's the halfway point. I know, was that kind of anticlimactic? I'm sorry. But that that is what time it is. And I get to tell you that you're listening to Dream Infringement on KSKQ 89.5 FM, Ashland, Oregon, and KSKQ Translator K231CW 94.1 FM, Medford, Oregon. Also streaming at www.kskq.org. This is Jennifer doing the show from home. Emily, Bobby, and Adara are with me in spirit, hypothetically. Because otherwise that would be creepy and unpleasant for all involved. But thank you so very much for tuning in and hope that this hour provides some entertainment or solace from, as they call them, these uncertain times. Are you getting sick of that phrase, these uncertain times? I know I am. I won't say it again for this show. I promise. So I like to walk around the block for exercise and I have been very entertained by the children and adults who leave out um, different chalk art designs for people to see. Um, And some of them are kind of funny. Uh, The one I saw the other day said, dance like you care. And I was like, no, that's too much pressure. <laughs> I can barely dance anyways. I, I'm like, can we can we go back to dance like no one's watching, please? I don't want this to be the new thing. Um, it also said forgive. And I, I felt like it was personally directed at me. I was like, I will when I'm ready. Sidewalk concrete piece of chalk art. I will when I'm ready. Go away. Um, (laughs) And it also said like give thanks, sing, whistle, spelled W-I-S-S-L-E. So cute. There was another one that just said we are all in this. Like in a very kind of harsh font or, or handwriting. (laughs) Like normally you see like, we're all in this together, but no, we are all in this. Like it sounded accusatory. 
they maybe should meet up with the forgive people. And there's a lot that are like obstacle courses, like walk in figure eights here and sing a song here and have a weird walk here that you're supposed to follow. And I don't do any of those things because yeah, you've met me. I don't do any of those things. One kid started to draw like a basic flower and then changed his mind and then colored all the rocks so they kind of look like eggs. And like it was interesting because like he lost, I assume it's a boy, he or she lost complete focus on the task at hand, but they colored so many rocks like so very thoroughly. That was interesting. Like you just knew this is like a kid that sees something at a, just a different angle. Um, but also with a lot of dedication. And I was like, props to you, small child, small artistic child. There was another one where they were trying to make two different slogans, but they didn't separate them. So it's supposed to be be happy and dream in color, but instead it's be dream in happy color. And then someone went by and like drew a little line so you know they're it's not really be dream and happy color, but I kind of like be dream and happy color. It sounds like something that I would find on stationery um, from Japan that I like got at Pal's bookstore. Very similar, in fact. And there's another one that just says, together it will be okay. Um, they were really creative, like together is big and it's outlined and there's flowers and butterflies and grass. And then it's like as an afterthought, it will be okay, kind of to the side. So maybe it was a two-part thing. It kind of looks like an adult did the together part. And the other person is like, oh yeah, whatever. It'll be fine, fine, it'll be fine. The song I'm going to play is one that I first learned about from Emily. She played it at some point and I just loved it to pieces. And it's Nico These Days. So I have a quarantine nemesis. It, it, it started off as, as just mine, um, but now it is also my parents' nemesis. It is the great interrupter of sleep. It is depriving us of our peace of mind. It's a great disruption to our daily lives. And I would like to play a clip for you of it doing its thing. And there is some complimentary cat purring in the background if you were wondering what that other sound was. <sighs> so this bird, this particular clip was taken at 5 a.m. It was pitch black, no light to be seen, um, but sometimes it'll start around like 3.30 or 4 a.m. And it's very loud, like it woke me up out of a dead sleep, wakes my parents up out of a dead sleep. It continues all through the day until about 8.30 at night. It is nothing if not persistent. 
I assume like it's a very lonely male bird looking for love and all the <clears throat> lady birds out there have just resisted his advances perhaps um, I wish there was like a bird tinder or like a blind date application where I could you know find him a mate in a different neighborhood and he would go away and, and stop I mean, because it's really quite shrill and like my parents have had to sleep with their window closed as have I because it starts so early and it will wake you up. So that's my quarantine nemesis. I mean, it could be worse than to be harassed by a very vocal bird, but sometimes it's the little things, especially in quarantine, right? It's like the little things that don't like suddenly become very big things. So the song I'm going to play is uh, Close to You by The Carpenters. Um, it asks the question, why do birds suddenly appear every time that you're near? And I question that myself and I wish they wouldn't. I think a thing that's been challenging on my daily walks is that I have been trying to establish meaningful friendships with the neighborhood cats and now it's like not such a great idea to pet them. Um, not that I think they have coronavirus, but I feel like if someone with coronavirus like coughed all over their cat and then sent it out into the world that you could get it that way. I don't know. That is not scientifically researched by me at all. I have nothing to back that up with at all, but that's just what I think happens. Um, <clears throat> And so it's like been particularly hard with Stanley, the cat down the block, because like he came running up the other day and he was making his little noise. He was like, you know, he was excited because I'm a human. He knows who gives him you know, attention. And I was just like, I am so sorry, Stanley. I just, I can't. And the bewildered look in his little face, like, why no love? Why? Why no love for me? I'm your Stanley. But I guess, you know, he'll he'll adapt and um, I look forward to the day in, in which I can return the air scritches. Um, poor Stan. I did spot in a very small stream like a muskrat or nutria type animal. There was like two ducks and it was such a tiny stream. Like they barely had room to just be hanging out. And I thought, that's funny. They're just really trying to make the stream like duck friendly. And so I was taking pictures of the ducks and the thing that I thought was a boulder suddenly took off running like a very chunky guinea pig. And that's when I had to Google things and I still don't know what it was that I saw and got a very blurry picture of, but we'll call it a muskrat because I feel like I'm not seeing the word nutria right. And I walk around the block and I look for him or her, Mrs. Mr. Muskrat, and I have yet to see another sighting. I saw the neighbor who lives closest to that area and I asked her, like, 
if she was aware or like had any intel because I was being nosy and she's like well we hear stuff at night but like they've never seen the creature in question so she can tell me she can identify it for me or like they hadn't named it something cute or anything um because I don't think they're that kind of people um whereas I like name spiders in the house that I'm too afraid to kill or just don't want to because they have a friendly spider aura I'm sorry Lorenzo our time is short but brief anyway so a song for that experience such as it may be and that was Ask Me by the Smiths I love that Lyric, spending warm summer days indoors, writing frightening verse to a buck-toothed girl from Luxembourg. That's just so classic <laughs> and creative. It rhymes in a very creative way. Um, through this whole quarantine thing, I have watched like a lot of movies. I'm sure most of you have been, been watch, binge-watching something because being alone with your thoughts is no bueno. We don't do that around here. Um, I found that I have just been really drawn to like movies from the 80s and 90s I think because those were simpler times and like I didn't want to watch anything that was suspenseful or tense no survivalist type movies none of that no wasn't wasn't happening because I was already kind of tense and heightened um, so some of the uh, 80s rem- movies that I have personally revisited Romancing the Stone and the follow-up Jewel of the Nile everyone needs little Michael Douglas Catherine Turner is it action and I found out that Emily is deeply afraid of Kathleen Turner terrified she's what haunts her deepest darkest nightmares so use that information cautiously that forgettable classic hiding out starring john crier (laughs) yes i went there what you say i've never heard of hiding out it's where he plays like a stockbroker who is on the run from i don't know if it's the mafia or somebody is trying to kill him and witness protection um, fails so he takes off and lives in his aunt's house unbeknownst to her and goes to high school again and he's very popular because he is like a man that's almost in his 30s and he really doesn't care or want to be popular that movie happened because I had watched Pretty in Pink previously and it made me think about other John Cryer movies and I learned this weird fact about Pretty in Pink which is that originally she ends up with Ducky. They wrote it that way, filmed it that way. Test audiences hated it, and so they refilmed it so she ends up with the rich smarmy guy so that we could all later watch it and be mad that she didn't end up with Ducky. And I didn't find any information about the abomination of a prom dress that she made, the Franken dress from like the two other prom dresses. Why was it that ugly? Like it didn't even look like it fit her. Did anyone like that dress? Maybe that was really like her moment to shine as an actress to like wear that like she wanted to. 
from 1984, The Last Starfighter. Yes. I felt like parts of it still aged okay, and I feel like they could really get away with um, a remake of it. So I Married an Axe Murderer, always a, a favorite, um, and my favorite Mike Myers movie, because he's kind of playing a real person and not like so much a character actor, which I kind of like it when he does that. He does not seem to like it when he does that, so there's not a lot of those movies of him around. Crocodile Dundee. It had been, as Bobby would say, a hot minute since I watched that 1986 classic, but I just, it was calling to me, along with the 1992 Baz Luhrmann film Strictly Ballroom. I love that movie so much, and it's so funny, so it's it's nice to revisit it. From the 50s, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, because those, you know, Pontipi brothers have some really smooth moves, so uh, I felt like watching them dance around on some boards. The the, um, choreography was was really quite advanced. I don't know anything about choreography. It looked hard. They were all on boards, and the boards were all bendy, and it looked difficult. Um, but I listened to it with the commentary on, and it was, uh, I think, like a director or producer um, from now, and he was incredibly cranky, and he was just like dishing the tea on everybody's like fights, um, who didn't want different scenes made, or all the struggles that they had to go through to get the movie made he was all I mean because like most of the people that were involved in it are no longer alive so he didn't have any he didn't have anybody to offend except the relatives perhaps and so that was actually kind of funny to listen to like his his crankiness (laughs) uh over it all but then he also talked about how how they film certain things and locations and such it was um interesting Anyhow, that was a small glimpse into my movie watching of late. It It is No Man in the Iron Mask, I, I will say that. Um, but I will play you out with a song from the Pretty in Pink soundtrack, uh, which is by Suzanne Vega called Left of Center. Also, the bird is back and has been doing its thing through this whole entire broadcast because just cuz. That's how nemesises work. Anyway, on with music. <laughs> 